welcome back to Let's Wine About It. We're so happy to see you guys again for episode three, Know Your Limits. This episode is going to be a little bit more on the serious side this week as we will be discussing toxic and abusive relationships. Mm -hmm. So something very important to determine in this podcast and in this topic is basically like what is a toxic relationship? Like we need to come to some definitive terms for it. Okay. Um, basically like in my opinion what I think a toxic relationship is because I mean it's difficult to explain to someone like what makes a relationship toxic but anything in the relationship that jeopardizes your freedom communication trust respect for one another or any you know like basic thing that comes is that is supposed to be a foundation of a relationship Mm -hmm. if it is being jeopardized then I'm sorry your relationship is toxic. You shouldn't feel like your relationship can stop you from doing anything. Um, I mean, relationships aren't supposed to be any form of restraint on someone's life. And if you feel like it is, then it's a toxic relationship. You know, it's you, you're supposed to be able to act, you know, freely yeah, and, exactly. and do as you please in a relationship. Yeah. Totally agree. I also think, like, toxic relationships comes from consistency. Mm-hmm. You know, the yeah. same behaviors constantly reoccurring. Also, the intensity of reactions. Mm-hmm. That's a really and, good point. And, of course, like, the damage that it causes. And I also feel like toxic relationships, a lot of it revolves around um, disproportionate outbursts and just immediate reactions to things. Like, without thinking so much about like how this is going to affect the person in the relationship and just kind of going on mm-hmm. and doing it anyway yeah. also like i think it's important to say that like toxicity like is a spectrum like it ranges mm-hmm. like obviously like relationships involve some of the things that we're going to mention in this episode like toxic behavior exists like beyond a toxic relationship Like, just because you may engage in, like, a toxic behavior once or twice doesn't make your whole relationship, like, toxic in itself. Yeah. I mean, like you said before, it's all about consistency. Yeah. And you're right. It it is on a range. and, And it's important for people to know that, you know, relationships don't start off toxic. No. I mean, they can, which is incredibly sad however most but of the time, most of the time they don't most of the time toxicity builds. develops yeah um and it and it comes from you know like um little um you know arguments or little you know like Jealous. issues that that mm-hmm. that develop over time yeah. and then that builds into toxic traits it, and it also it just, comes from places of uh distrust yeah insecurity insecurities 100 percent. i feel like a lot of the time i feel like a lot of uh toxicity comes from insecurities yeah because i think one thing that i really do stand by is before getting into a relationship is working on yourself Mm -hmm. and i know that sounds super cheesy and corny but i feel like a lot of like i said like i just said like a lot of toxicity stems from you know the insecurities that you feel about yourself it's baggage that you're not only putting on yourself but on your partner as well and maybe Mm -hmm. you don't even realize it exactly Yeah. yeah And like you said, like a lot of the times relationships don't start off toxic. And I feel like that's really true because not that you're not comfortable like in your relationship at the start, but like 
I don't know, like, but a you're lot not, of things. It like, takes time to, like, exactly. completely, like, get comfortable I think and it's show also to, every side of yourself. But that's what exactly what I was going to say. I think it's important to note that, like, relationships always start off as this, like, cheesy, like, honeymoon face because you're yeah. not yet showing this person your true colors. Yeah. It's only when you're with them for let's say maybe it starts to get a little bit more real after, like, six months around. Even maybe three months is when, you know, like, your true colors are going to start to seep out. and you feel more comfortable expressing yourselves. And not that, like, at the beginning, relationships are, like, surface level, but, like... No, but it's true that, like, you're you're putting on this kind of, like, front, you know? Yeah, well, yeah, there's there's parts of you that people only see Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with time getting to know you. and, and, And we're not just saying, like, in in just like intimate relationships like in friendships too like in with time like when you're friends Mm -hmm. with someone like you get to know each other better every step of the way it it works the exact same thing with intimate relationships and Mm -hmm. that's usually when you get to see unfortunately somebody's traits Mm -hmm. that may result in toxicity i also just want to mention that we're talking about toxic relationships but a lot of these things that are being said can be also said for toxic friendships and toxic, uh, yeah. you know, relationships you have with your coworkers, with your family members, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, it's not just, like, specifically for romantic relationships. So, a lot of the times, you don't really realize you're in a toxic relationship until you get out of it. Yeah. But I just want to, well, we kind of just want to mention certain uh, toxic behaviors that can uh, come up many times in a relationship mm-hmm. that will quickly turn your relationship with that person sour and toxic. So I just want to mention one that I have written down here. And um, I think a toxic person tends to create drama just to be reassured. I think that that is is so true. And like Victoria mentioned before, if you do this once or twice, it doesn't make you a toxic person. It doesn't make your relationship toxic. It's only when it happens constantly and consistently Mm -hmm. is when it becomes a problem. Um... And when you should start looking into it. But do you think that, like, falls under manipulation a little? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, like, you're trying to gain something yeah. out of that behavior. Yeah. Yeah. I Toxic people throw tantrums, basically, mm-hmm. when they're not getting what they want or yeah. when they're not, they're not satisfied in a situation. And their tantrums, you know, like... It's not just, like, a tantrum of a child. Like, they start to scream and cry. I mean, it could be. But, like, it could be a tantrum where, like, blackmail you or yeah. threaten you hold or hold a grudge yeah. or give you the silent treatment or, Until you know, you there's, there's so many. It, it's basically, like, their reactions to yeah things being out of their control. That goes back to the fact that, like, you're in a toxic relationship if you're jeopardizing you know, certain things yeah. and certain aspects of your life. If the person that you're with needs to control where you are, who you're with, what you're doing, and is just, like, constantly on your ass, constantly, like, you know, like, texting you, calling you. If you don't answer, they start to, like, threaten you. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but, like, at that point, you're not living your own life anymore. No, but that's when they also begin to isolate you from your friends. Yeah. Whenever you do go out with your friends and stuff like that, you're constantly worried about what yeah your partner thinks and like what they're texting you or like you know if they're mm-hmm. spam calling your phone. Like I just feel like that is just in- extremely toxic. And everything you said is like I totally agree with. I think like toxic behavior though it can stem 
like it doesn't just stem from baggage say like like you said like from past relationships Mm -hmm. or just like personal insecurities like things can happen in relationship that causes someone to say lose trust Mm -hmm. yeah which point yeah like say lying is toxic but like lying like like where you are whatever can cause your partner to say become controlling yeah yeah become overbearing which in itself is toxic so people tend to say get trapped in a toxic cycle where they like feed off of each other's Mm -hmm. toxic behavior yeah Yeah. and that's why it's always so important i know everyone says this but it's always so important to communicate with your partner so you can avoid these kind of situations yeah um i also think another uh toxic trait is belittling jokes okay and i'm not (laughs) saying that you can't joke with your partner every now and then but if it's like constant Mm -hmm. and it's like all you do is because a lot of people you know they view their humor as like sarcastic and yeah. like and like you know like dark humor whatever that means mm-hmm. um a lot of, a lot of people like i feel like they take it too far and they yeah. begin to like use that excuse as a way to belittle the partner and they don't ever compliment yeah. them it's mostly yeah. just Basically, like, like bullying. oh my god but that's oh it oh my god you're so stupid oh my god whatever but like i'm sorry you can only say those things so many times but deep down that's what you actually mean it yeah Yeah, but not only that like you can only say so many times before your partner gets tired of hearing it and then yeah you know like it's just i feel like that's such a toxic way of totally of like treating your partner like regardless if you um if you don't have any like ill intent yeah i just feel like that's super toxic especially when it well obviously when it happens consistently what about guilt tripping oh yeah that is a big one so like so yeah example you like you're out doing something i don't know with your friends and your partner's always wanted to do this with you oh you never do this with me why don't Mm -hmm. you do this with me yeah another thing is like you for example try to leave them and they like basically like you know, manipulate you and guilt trip you into mm-hmm. coming back, you know, like, messaging you, like, yeah. I'm so sad, I'm so lost without you. Like, that's guilt tripping, you know, it's making yeah. you feel guilty for leaving the person. I that f- is so toxic. I feel like a lot of that, that often occurs in relationships where people are together, like, 24-7, oh, or yeah. the person, like, one of the partners doesn't have a friend or doesn't have a circle outside of their partner. Mm-hmm. So they become so dependent yeah. on the partner I, for happiness. So I they feel entitled to them. I just want to mm-hmm. say, like, I, I have, like, this has happened to me twice, actually. And, like, and the cases were different. Like, you know, like, my the two relationships that it happened to me with, they're, like, completely different. Mm-hmm. But I want to say that, like, it does stem from being dependent from being, like, mm-hmm. really, like, attached um, and from also, like, you know, like, just, like, control, too, mm-hmm. you know? Like, mm-hmm. for somebody, you know, who wants to have, like, control in the relationship and wants to have the relationship, you know, like, under the wraps and, like, in, in their full control, like, if you break up with them, mm-hmm. there's no longer, like, control in their yeah. favor. So yeah. it's definitely uh i think i think guilt tripping also can sometimes just not be toxic and just be like the the reaction that the person has Mm -hmm. at the same time you know like they're like i'm just so sad like i just miss you Mm -hmm. like i don't think that's like i think there's like 
guilt tripping comes specifically from like they're trying to make you yeah, feel bad. Yeah, I mean, whereas yeah. if let's say you break up with someone and like they're just expressing like yeah. this is really hurting me and like I'm so sorry this didn't work out and like I wish it could be different and you know let's say they're like talking like that. Yes, it's probably making you feel guilty, but that's not the intention. Yeah, no. But but, so that, but it all that's what I was lies. Say. It all comes down to intent. Yeah, it all boils down to the to that person's intention, mm-hmm. really. And like you know, sometimes it's sad because sometimes you don't know what that person's true intention is when they. Yeah. Let's say like when you break up with someone and they message you, blah, 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 you, you don't know what the true intention is. Yeah. And sometimes you have to find out the hard way, but just know that if it's a constant cycle of this, that you know their intention, even if they don't, mm-hmm. even if they don't say it. Yeah. If it's if it's yeah. consistent and if they constantly do it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, like these I are just all little like intricate like yeah. toxic like you know like in the grand scheme of things they might not seem like a big deal but when they start to happen more than once it's when you have to really start you know yeah. raising eyebrows and being mm-hmm. like okay like what is going on like yeah. am I being treated correctly? Like you said, like they're a bunch of little separate things and a lot of people only realize those things once they reflect back on the relationship like say like once it's ended a lot of the times not that we don't see this behavior but we just don't want to believe it yeah and that's also a lot of the reasons why people stay Mm -hmm. in these toxic relationships is because they don't want to believe it they're in love with this person and like we said toxic behavior comes out maybe later on in the relationship and you Mm -hmm. don't want to believe that you know, like, this isn't the person that I fell in love with, and you just don't want to let that go. Yeah. I also think that, you know, like, now that we spoke about intention, I think that, like, it's important to circle back to, like, what is a toxic relationship and, like, all the toxic traits that we're naming. I think that it's important to emphasize that a relationship is only toxic if these things are happening intentionally. Mm-hmm. If the person is intentionally trying to control mm-hmm. your life, if the person mm-hmm. is intentionally manip- manipulating you or, you know, being rude to you and making you feel mm-hmm. awful and this and that and, like, not trusting you. Like, it's intentional. If, let's say, it's not intentional and there's some miscommunication, I wouldn't necessarily rule that as no, toxic. Um, and there's also another note that I wanted to make that I think... Um, it's really important for people to realize that a relationship can be toxic on both sides. Oh, yeah. Um, There's not... I want to say that most of the time when a relationship becomes toxic, first of all, people don't leave right away Mm -mm. because most toxic relationships are people who have been together for quite some time. I, I mean, it's possible that you're in a toxic relationship for like six months, But I highly doubt it because, like we said, most of the time it's, like, it develops Mm -hmm. and it usually um, stems from, like, a certain situation or, like, obstacle that the couple had to go through and then they didn't completely heal from it and Mm -hmm. then it causes mistrust or misjudgment and this Mm -hmm. and that and then that builds into, you know, like... um, manipulation and threats and like, it's like you know a like, effect. yeah exactly yeah. it's exactly like that so I definitely think it takes time for something like that to happen so um most of the time when a relationship does begin to become toxic the person the people don't want to leave because mm-hmm. they've already invested so much yeah, exactly. and they're and they think that they can move past it and sometimes you can you can 
sometimes fix what's broken if the person but like both sides need to be committed like yeah. you said mm-hmm. but that's the thing so basically like what the point i'm trying to get across is that when it becomes toxic usually it doesn't end right away mm-hmm. usually toxic relationships unfortunately drag for a bit yeah. and that's when both partners play a role i want to say that in the beginning there's always somebody who initiates the toxicity mm-hmm. i i i can't necessarily say that there's a moment that you see it but like there's somebody who starts it but then if you don't put an end to it right away it kind of becomes like a back and forth back and forth back and forth and it just like becomes overall toxic so yeah Yeah. and like like you said like the toxic behavior can go on for quite some time i believe it can go on for months i think it could go on for years to the point where it just becomes a normal part of your relationship and i feel like it takes that one person to maybe like step back and realize like this is toxic yeah and like this needs to stop yeah yeah so i also just want to like i do agree with what you're saying vanessa about how like um a lot of the times like toxic relationships don't end quickly at all Mm-hmm. and like what you said like sometimes take months and years so i feel like now's a good time to kind of ask the question of why do people stay in toxic relationships i feel like i said before like it's fear like well i didn't say that before but i'm saying now <laughs> <laughs> like people have spent like so i mean i don't know how long like say your relationship lasts but like people spend so much time in building a relationship with someone and like mm-hmm. i said like toxic behavior comes out later and it's it, they don't want to believe that that's not the person they fell in love with like they have this hope that they're hanging on to mm-hmm. and they don't want to let go of it they they're scared to let go of it and like restart that's it i mean it is scary to you know think of all of this time and effort you've invested into this one person and to have it end mm-hmm. and like have to redo it with someone else like it, it's a it's a frightening thing to think about it really is but like you know when these things are on the line like it's important to realize that yeah it might be hard it might be scary mm-hmm. but it's what you have to do to yeah or like it. or like yeah. the fear could also be because like not all two people are good for each other like say like deep down you really want it to work out with this mm-hmm. person and like some people can have the fear of just like seeing that other person like thrive with someone else yeah. because yeah they click point. better like sometimes but, you're not compatible like the chemistry yeah, isn't there no it. matter how that's bad it. you want it to yeah, be yeah and no matter yeah. how hard you try exactly yeah it's not there it's not there like, i also yeah. think that a lot of the time like we kind of mentioned it a bit but a lot of the time people stay because they're in love like you know they mm-hmm. love the person and the person loves them and there's just two people who love each other um But, like, I just want to emphasize and, like, I want this to be, like, such a huge point of this podcast that love is not enough for a relationship to survive. Mm. I've, like, given this speech to so many people before, but, like, you don't, like, okay, yeah, love is great. Love is great. But I just want to emphasize, I also want to say, I keep using the word emphasize. (laughs) I also want to note that so many relationships, like, in other cultures start with arranged marriages. Mm -hmm. And they last very long. I want to say that relationships can last without love. Mm -hmm. That's fine. What you need in a relationship for it to last is not love. For a relationship to last and be stable and to be healthy is communication, respect, patience 
um, getting to know one another, trust, you know, like the basic foundations of any relationship. Mm -hmm. It's not love. Love is a great thing that, you know, accompanies a relationship and is a great thing that probably starts a relationship. Mm -hmm. But if that's all you have and you don't have anything else, I'm sorry, but there's no reason to hang on to it. And I feel like that's what us as humans, we do. We latch on to the idea of love and the feeling of love. And we get way too, you know, attached to that. And, but that's the saddest part is that like, we're not like lacking all in all those. Yeah, exactly. And you're not in a healthy relationship just because you want love, just because you want to be with the person you love, but the person you love doesn't respect you or communicate with you or, you know, trust you. Mm -hmm. And, and that's just, you know, they mistreat you. And I honestly, that's where it all goes wrong is because people stay because they're in love. Period. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, you you said it all. Like, honestly, I 100% agree. Like, amazing. Couldn't have said it better myself. (laughs) Like, we should just end the podcast here, guys. I also want to say that I personally know, like, you know, what it feels like to try and, like, not try. I don't want to say try and leave. But, like, to, you know, break off a toxic relationship or for a toxic relationship to be broken off, like, with me. I I know Mm -hmm. that, like. I, I just want to note that usually relationships that start off at a young age kind of become toxic because I feel like there's all of those things that I just mentioned aren't developed yet. No. Like, you don't know how to do that no, with but, another person. And like you said, a lot of the time, like, a lot of relationships that start young, a lot of them can just be seen as infatuation. So it's yeah, basically just no, exactly. love. love. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And like you said, love is not enough, and I totally agree. And that's a lot. A so lot of all of those things, like, it takes time to develop mm-hmm. that. It takes time to understand the basis of the relationship. So um, I think it's, like, I want to say, like, 99% of, like, re- young relationships and, like, yeah. not so great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as somebody who, you know, like, I've, mm-hmm. you know, been in a toxic relationship. I've been in like a couple and I I know that it's it's hard like what I just said makes perfect sense like what I just said like rationally speaking the words coming out of my mouth make perfect sense and that's fine but for somebody in the moment in the situation for somebody feeling all of the emotions you can't just be like oh yeah it's true like I Mm -hmm. only love him Mm -hmm. or I only love her and I get nothing else by like sayonara like it doesn't work like that because there's just so much emotion involved Mm -hmm. and it's just genuinely so hard to break off a toxic relationship I want to say because of how much you've invested into it but I also want to say because of how much you've lost already yeah Mm -hmm. you know like when you're in a toxic relationship you you're losing so much fighting to stay that you want to make it worth it you know you want to show like oh my god look look what we accomplished Mm -hmm. you know like we we messed up we 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 went through our obstacles you know i i lost this i lost that i lost a friend i lost whatever And, like, but look at us now. Like, yeah. we're happy and, mm-hmm. and, like, we showed them and, like, we're good now. But, like. Until the next thing rolls around. Yeah, but, but like, like. I can't even imagine, though, like, when all is said and done and you realize that all that fighting wasn't worth it. I can't yeah. even imagine how that must feel. Like, okay, like, you, you made it through. Like, mm-hmm. I say that with air quotes. <laughs> yeah. But, like, along the way, like, okay, you lost a friend, like you said, Mm -hmm. you can ruin your relationship with your family, like, you can 
you sacrifice so many important things that like is it worth it in the end yeah yeah but that's why i think people have trouble leaving is because they've already sacrificed things they've already tarnished something it's kind of like you know, like uh, the damage is done. It's all like they what? Have left. What else can I exactly. lose? You know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like I've lost, I lost a couple of yeah. things, but like, you know, like I still have the person I love. Yeah. Like even though but it's not working true. out right now, but that's like, true. Like they've lost so much that that person's the only person they have left. So if they lose them too, then it's like, what do I have now? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a process. Yeah. It's a roller it's coaster, a honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I also think um, a lot of the time people stay because toxic relationships can definitely destroy your self-esteem like when you're with this person for so long you become very reliant on their validation from our first uh episode flaming hot red flags a red flag is definitely love bombing and it it plays into a toxic relationship because you know when someone just showers you with all this kind of love a lot of the time it's for their own personal gain they know how to control you into into you know being obsessed with their with their compliments and their validation Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff like Obviously, you know, you want to be complimented by your partner. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing when you compliment it, but I'm just saying if right off the bat, they immediately just compliment you and just show you with constant love and affection. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's almost like it's it's overbearing and it's like yeah. you're drowning in it. I feel like that happens a lot at the beginning of relationships. Yeah, and people mm-hmm. become like tied very, down to Yeah, that. they become yeah. very reliant on yeah. that kind of, um, you know, language that's uh-huh. being spoken to them. And that's when I feel like um, it like quietly destroys your self-esteem because you don't yeah. realize how much this person's affecting yeah. how you feel and until like, you're left without it yeah. yeah and there's also the case where like the person knows maybe that they're not treating you well but they don't necessarily care so it's basically like a person because there's people who are toxic and unfortunately are unaware of it you know like mm-hmm. they they do things and it's just like a part of them and and they think that they're not doing anything wrong yeah. but there are people who are toxic and they're just they just know mm-hmm. you know like they're they're just genuinely bad people who are selfish who like feed yeah. off of making you feel bad yeah. um for whatever childhood trauma reasons i don't know but most of the time it, it goes mm-hmm. deeper but um there's the case where like somebody like that will the reason why the person won't leave someone like that is because the person will probably be feeding them like well no one else is gonna love you yeah you know like you think you're lucky enough that you found Mm -hmm. me Mm -hmm. like like all or like all kinds of guys or all kinds of girls want me but like no one wants you so that you know like just like comes back to the whole belittling yeah Yeah, exactly but it's like specifically saying like what are you gonna do when you leave me like you know like like that that is just so that is terrifying no no no, No, it's terrifying like people are fucking evil i know it's fucking insane because and the fact that's not even exaggeration like people actually do that yeah and the fact that they can think like that highly of themselves like i'm sorry but this is like the type of like i feel like there's different types of toxic people you know like there's toxic people like we know that like toxicity in general is just intentional like we know that like somebody does something in order to get something out of it for a reason you know if not if it's not intentional if it's miscommunication by accident i don't necessarily think it's toxic i think it's just you know a mishap an obstacle a a miscommunication a patch you know Mm -hmm. But um, people who, like, have these traits and, like, you know, do it intentionally but are just completely unaware of, like, the type of person they are, that's, like, a toxic person who's, like, in denial, you know? Yeah. And maybe one day they'll come to terms with it. 
But then there's people who just genuinely are awful to other human beings and just don't know how to be in a relationship and just only go in a relationship for the sense of power and sense of you know like Mm -hmm. control and Mm -hmm. and you know like basically just having somebody under their wing and like in their control like that that Mm -hmm. like is yeah what makes the toxic person um who's like very aware of what they do like toxic yeah Yeah, there's Mm -hmm. people like that it's really fucked um another point that i think um comes with the whole conversation of why people stay is the apologetic stage I think that usually comes after an argument or after your partner demonstrates like super toxic behavior. Yeah. They like commonly follow it by an apologetic Mm -hmm. act. You know, like they put up this whole front where they feel sorry. They try to show you with love, which kind of manipulates you into believing them. Yeah. And kind of having this mindset of, oh, it's like the good times outweigh the bad. Mm -hmm. Or um, he's nice to me. Like, oh, he's nice to me this time. But really, he's nice to you once out of like 10, you know? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And I feel like. A lot of the times, you want to just, like, forgive and forget. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's it can only happen yeah. so many times. Like, yeah. you can only buy so many flowers. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, yeah, that's completely right. And, and I think that brings in, like, a very important conversation that needs to be had where, like, that is something very common in abusive relationships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like people who are verbally or physically abusive uh, or sexually abusive or emotionally abusive any type of abuse often when the abuse is said and done the next like two days are spent you know being showered with love you know like gifts Mm -hmm. flowers being treated so well being taken Mm -hmm. out shopping taken out for a spa day whatever um or I'm sorry, like, it can even be a man being taken out. <laughs> like, no, yeah. I, no, yeah. I'm, like, specifically saying spa and shopping, but, like, I don't know. But, like, I mean, it's definitely, it's for both. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, and I think it's, like, you know, like, we should highlight that, like, you know, like, not every toxic relationship is abusive, mm-hmm. but all abusive relationships are yeah. toxic. And um, it's important mm-hmm. that we know that, mm-hmm. uh, but that apologetic phase is super um like important in abusive relationships because it is what what spouses hang on to mm-hmm. when they are being abused is you know that that little like that moment. Brief moment yeah and i feel like that's like the one thing that like keeps the cycle going yeah it's the like, one thing that gives them hope if it wasn't because for that like apologetic stage like i feel like the cycle would just break but also because they kind of get a glimpse into what that person Mm -hmm. used to be. Yeah, exactly. And then not only does it give them hope, but, like, which is another reason why they stay, you know, like, they have that, like, apologetic phase, like, a you know, a sense of hope of, like, oh, like, Mm -hmm. it can go back to -hmm. normal, you know? Like, if they can act like this for two, three days, they can act like this all the time. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of makes them make up excuses for the actions, which is another reason why people stay in uh, toxic relationships is because they find excuses for the person's Mm -hmm. toxic behavior or abusive behavior. Yeah, and those excuses, I think, like, they start to get made when people from outside of your relationships start seeing Mm -hmm. that toxicity. Yeah. Like, I don't know, I see someone getting talked down on, like, all the time you're gonna step in and you're just gonna be like are you really gonna like 
let that person say that about you or like look like i think this is toxic well then they'd be like oh well like they were having a bad day yeah Yeah, exactly or whatever or like like, oh oh, like they lost their job today they're just like taking it on me you know like making excuses for the person who is abusing or like once other people outside of relationships see this it's when it becomes real to them and maybe they have trouble coming to terms with that with all that being said the fear is in wanting to fix your relationship Mm -hmm. so it comes down to the question of can it be fixed that is a loaded question it is a very loaded question i think relationships are worth the fight for sure like i don't think people should give up right away but like it goes to a certain extent of course but when like all these abnormal things start to become normal in your everyday relationship that's just when i don't know i that, kind of should, have throw the towel i kind of yeah. have like a different perspective like i don't think a relationship is worth the fight honestly well, if i'm being honest well like look i let's let's like look at the extent of the toxicity or the abuse like obviously like if it's just like a rough patch you know and then you figure out what was causing this behavior mm-hmm. and then you know you move on from it and yeah. it doesn't happen again then i mean obviously yeah. like you're not gonna like hang on to that like one thing but like for an actual like toxic relationship from like what we've been talking about you know, like, where, like, it develops and then, like, things just tarnish and then it just, like, you know, unravels and it's just, like, back and forth and it's banter. I just, I don't think that Mm -hmm. it's worth saving Mm -hmm. just because even if you do save it, there's so much trauma that's now been built up Mm -hmm. that you're never going to be the same again and then you're going to hate each other for that. And it can always be brought back up. Past things can always yeah. be brought and back up. Exactly, and you're going like, to resent one another. Like you said, that resentment, that moodiness, the anger, you know, you can start avoiding each other yeah. and stuff like that. I feel like that's when, like... <laughs> yeah, I definitely do think that if it's, like, a little... if you're, It sounds so bad. If your relationship like, is a bit toxic, no, <laughs> you yeah. can maybe fix it. But, but like, if it's a lot toxic... If you're going yeah. through, like, a rough patch, of course you can at least try Mm -hmm. to fix it like you can't blame someone for trying and i think like in relationships toxic or not like we've all tried to make it work at one point yeah of course Mm -hmm. i just feel like for the question it really just depends on how toxic your relationship is yeah Yeah, it really does like like vanessa said (laughs) i mean like a little toxic like it's true though obviously you know like we said before you can portray toxic behavior but if it only becomes a problem when it's consistent exactly so if let's say you know you're noticing some toxic behavior in your partner i feel like it's worth sitting them down and talking Mm -hmm. to them about it seeing what's going on yeah if it persists then i say that's when maybe Mm -hmm. you should start to realize that hey like maybe this isn't worth my time yeah like if they're not going to respect like what i want yeah but if it's just if it's something that can be fixed with a talk or with communication then Mm -hmm. i definitely think you should try it out like, mm-hmm. I don't think you should immediately brush them off. No. You know, like we said before, like, you know, we are human and, like, you know, we do things sometimes that aren't the greatest. And yeah, I think that's completely normal. It's just, like I said, for the millionth time, it's all about consistency mm-hmm. and if it's a constant thing. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, on that consistency thing, I think you need to sort of step back and, like, ask yourself if after you've tried to fix these things, like, 
are you gaining anything mm. positive from this person? Yeah. yeah. You know? Besides love. Of course. Like, exactly. That's what <laughs> I was going to say. Besides <laughs> love, like, the communication factor, the respect factor, yeah. all the trust that you were talking about earlier. Like, are you receiving that? And are you gaining any positivity? If not, then... Yeah. Yeah. If you're trying to fix the other person, it's, like, never going to work. Like, if you're constantly going after the other person yeah. to try to have them change, it's not going to work. Like, no. it's a two-way street that you both got to walk down yeah. together. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's really sad because I think that's what happens a lot is it's the it's the person who's most affected, say, is trying yeah. to fix the other person because how badly they want yeah, their relationship definitely. to work out. Because most of the time, the person who... Let's say if it is just one person who's being mm -hmm. toxic, like, most of the time they're they're very, they don't think they're doing anything In wrong. Denial. They have reasons for their mm -hmm. actions. There's always a justification. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I also just want to note that while arguments and disagreements in relationships are, you know, they, they happen, and sometimes, you know, they're inevitable, I don't think it should ever be the norm. Like, a lot of people say that healthy relationships have arguments, and while that is true, it's only to a certain extent. Yeah. And I feel like it could be used as an excuse for people to think that the relationship is healthy when it's actually the complete opposite. Yeah. Like, mm. like you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of, like a lot yeah. of times, it's like, people, like, like, uh, yeah. it's like, oh, we got in another fight again. Oh, it's, oh, but it's normal. Yeah, but, but I mean, yeah like, it's good. Like, at least that shows that we communicate. Yeah. 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 Like, but I think a good way to, like, look at it is it's always you and your partner versus the problem. Yeah. You know? Like, it's never, it should never be you guys battling against each other. Like, it should always just be, you know, this this teamwork effort. And I feel like once it starts to become a little bit strained, you and your partner are kind of starting to distance yourself after these arguments. I feel like that's when it becomes a problem. And that's maybe when the toxic behavior can kind of start. Yeah. Yeah, definitely something that we didn't mention earlier. But you're right. Like, yeah. arguing a lot mm -hmm. and fighting a lot. It's not normal. Is not no. normal. Of course, dis like I said, disagreements obviously happen. But if every single disagreement you have results in like a verbal like yeah. fighting match between you guys, mm -hmm. something's not right. Like yeah, yeah and, and that's something like else. What you're fighting over. Yeah, that's too. yeah, yeah and course. that's something else that is important about like arguments is that like it's how you argue. Yeah, you know, yes. like if you're not exactly. able to argue respectively exactly. with each no, other, and like hear the person out, mm -hmm. then I mean, because like you can argue like every week, but like be like, oh, like I don't really like that you said that, mm -hmm. and then they'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't notice. Like mm -hmm. obviously that's not an argument, but like that's a disagreement, mm -hmm. and like it's something that you don't disagree about, but you can do that every week, exactly. Like in a calmly matter yeah, with hearing each other out, understanding each other. That's totally fine. That's healthy. But if you're actually, like, arguing and then giving the silent treatment and then, like, I don't being, know, like, throwing something and, like, mm -hmm. like being very rude to one another, calling each other names, like, I'm sorry. That's just people who don't know how to communicate and don't know how to express yeah. their mm -hmm. feelings and you're never going to survive in a relationship. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Like, an like you said, argument is not always bad. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of the times when you when you say the word like argue or like argument people automatically assume that like you're yelling or like you know mm -hmm. stuff like that but arguing can be done in a healthy way yeah and yeah yeah i think as long as it's done in a healthy 
very understanding and like compassionate way Mm -hmm. then like that's completely fine because at least you know that your partner still has respect for you but if it always results in them just like completely Mm -hmm. like gaslighting you and shit like that then like i'm sorry like vanessa said it's never gonna work no we also want to say that it's important to emphasize that toxic relationships can turn abusive like we said before and obviously if that's the case for you we Mm want to send our love and support to those Mm -hmm. who are in any kind of abusive relationship we also understand that a lot of the times it's hard to take the step to come forward to talk to someone about the situation that you're in so with that being said like we added a hotline number for those who need it And because we live in Quebec and most of our listeners are from here as well, we would like to mention that the Quebec hotline number for abuse is 1-800-363-9010, toll free. Or if you live outside of Quebec, you can visit endingviolence.org where they have a wide selection of hotline numbers available for each province. The 24-7 toll-free domestic abuse hotline for our American listeners is 1-800-799-7233. Or you can visit their website at acf.hhs.gov. So we understand that this episode was very heavy. Yes. And And I just want to say, full disclosure, we tried to record this twice. (laughs) This is our second time. Yeah, it's a very... Um, difficult subject to talk about. Yeah, we got together to record this episode, I want to say it was two weeks ago, because this episode's going to come out, like, way later than we wanted. But we just wanted it to be, you know, good. Mm -hmm. And we got together, like, I want to say it was, like, two to three weeks ago to record it, and it was just a flop. Like, we... Oh, my God, it was terrible, you guys. It was very bad, and... Like, it's know, a heavy topic and yeah it's particularly mm-hmm. because of that because it's a heavy topic and it was very exhausting mm-hmm. to record and yeah we had to step back a little you know when you paint a painting and you just gotta yeah <laughs> when, away, when we step back come we back. look and we weren't happy with what we had yeah, so exactly um, but um yeah. i think this episode was really great and we hope that if you are in any kind of toxic relationship that this episode resonated with you and yeah. Maybe it could help you find some, you know, toxic traits in your partner or maybe even in yourself that you didn't know were there before. Mm-hmm. We also just want to note that we are in no way any kind of professionals. We don't, no. you know, we don't have any kind of degree in this kind of psychological. Yeah, just uh, like anything else we talk about. This is pure yeah, opinion. Exactly. Our relationship. Based off of experience, yeah. personal experience. Yeah. Our relationships are not perfect. We're not perfect. None yeah. of the sort. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, it's important to note that just, yeah, we are, we are not professionals here. We're just here to voice our opinions, to, you know, talk about, talk about it. What we know and based off of how, what we've been through and mm-hmm. what we've seen and what we've, what we've learned. Seen, what we've seen each other go through, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I definitely think that <clears throat> we hope that. With whatever we've learned and through life that we're able to teach you guys some things too exactly so thank you guys so much for listening um thankfully that the next episode is a bit lighter mm-hmm. and uh we're excited to have you guys listen to our episode four 
messages hashtag canceled hashtag canceled um but in the meantime thank you guys so much for listening thank you guys so much for all the love and support and patience that you guys have with us yes um we love you guys and we can't wait to see you guys for our next episode bye, bye.